Inherently Happy, episode 106, Happy Cool. Yowza ha ha, my happy friends. Mindful gratitude, balanced growth. In other words, being cool. That's all happy is, being cool. Balance and growth, mindful and grateful. Not being harsh or cruel or an inconsiderate tool. Nor reckless, mean, nor Byzantine. Keep it simple. Keep it fair. Keep it even everywhere. Spread happy. Easier said than done, but that's what keeps it fun. Some perspective, a sense of humor, some interest in life and humanity, so goes the rumor. This is the way to happy. Being mentally agile to take on whatever happens. Let me give you an example. Now you might expect me to tell a tale of how getting to know someone changed my perspective and that we all should try to get to know people. And while that has its merits, sure, some people just don't want to get to know you. So the easy thing is to say, fine, I don't want to know them either. Why waste the energy on a lost cause? Well, causes are rarely truly lost. But don't call me an undying optimist. I have a realistic streak that borders on pessimism. But I've also seen seen things turn around. So my example is how helping someone I hated turned him into a lifelong friend. And if I had thought about it beforehand, I probably wouldn't have done it. But it's those knee-jerk decisions we make that define our character. Let me set the stage. You might not know it from these reminders alone, but I am incredibly silly. <laughs> yes, I am. Oh, yes, yes, I am. You better believe it, bucko. I like being silly. It makes me laugh. <laughs> it makes other people laugh, too. Sometimes. Women and children, mostly. But some men. It can be disarming and entertaining to not be so serious all the time. But... Some people, mostly men, can find it off-putting, weak, and annoying. Oh, wealthies, I have fun. And thus, one time, I had a chance to stand idly by as someone nearly ruined his life. But like a true Budinsky, I didn't take it. When I was in college and lived on campus, one of my jobs to pay for school was dorm security. Basically, I was a doorman for five hours a night, from 11 p.m. to 4 a.m., making students and visitors sign in and making a sweep of the building every hour to make sure there wasn't any trouble. Well, one night, there was trouble. And it was on my own floor, too. One of my neighbors was getting into a heated debate with a student from another floor. This is notable in two ways. My neighbor was normally pretty mellow. And the floors didn't really mingle much. It got so out of hand that my neighbor pulled a screwdriver on the other guy. And not the beverage. Well, not to be outdone, the other guy pulled a lockback hunting knife. I, like the others around me, was a little surprised this had escalated so quickly. Just then, my boss, the campus security professional, came striding down the hall. I wasn't sure if he was just on his rounds or if someone had called him, but this was about to get explosive. Everyone scattered. My neighbor put away his screwer, leaving the other guy with the only real weapon, and if caught, 
would be screwed. Immediate grounds for expulsion and possible indictment. He hadn't even started the threats of physical violence, but he wasn't about to fall prey to them either. This guy was no friend of mine. He had made fun of me for being silly. I wasn't nearly toxically masculine enough for him, I guess. He was friends with a few of my female pals, who did appreciate my silliness. But when I recited a silly poem of mine to him, one that I used as an icebreaker, he did not care for it, nor me. It's just an itty little bitty four-lined poem. The first two lines, most people know, but I came up with the last two myself. <clears throat> Roses are red and violets are blue. Those are the ones you know, though violets really would be violet, but I expect that blue is easier to rhyme. Anyways, roses are red, violets are blue, lilies are white, and daisies are yellow with a black spot in the middle. Thank you. Thank you very much. And yes, black-eyed Susans are still daisies. Well, the macho guy laughed when he heard it, but not with me. He thought it was stupid and questioned my ability to successfully date women. I was inexperienced at the time, so that one hit a nerve. I did not care for him after that. I like to win people over. He had been joking with some female friends of mine, so I thought he had a sense of humor. But he was trying to be a big shot. They defended me, sure, but they also laughed. As they did not see the true aggression that guys love displaying hidden with a smile. And now he was about to get busted hard. So I took to the stairs to return to my post, but not before taking the knife. That's right, I yoinked it right out of his hand. Yoink! He barely caught me doing it, and nobody else saw a thing because they had either run or were ratting him out to the campus police. A while later, once things had died down, the guy came by. He leaned against the wall and didn't say anything at first. Why did you do that? He finally asked. Because you didn't start it, but you would have gone down for it. And my friends vouch for you, though I personally don't see it. He almost smiled at that one, but he was still too amazed by what I had done. I gave him back his knife and he nodded. It was pretty cool, he said, as he went back to his floor. After that, he was my biggest supporter. If he had a party, I was invited. If anyone said anything bad about me, like that I'm too silly, he would defend me. We became actual friends, sharing stories, advice, confidences, all because I did something that I had no good reason to do. What did I care if some jerk got jammed up for brandishing a weapon in a dormitory? I didn't really. I just thought it wasn't cool that they started crap with this guy, who was no saint, to be clear and we're going to blame the whole thing on him. Where's the balance there? How is that fair? Now, this is not a formula for befriending potentially violent offenders, mind you, but it was a chance I had to be cool, and I took it. Only later did I discover that it was appreciated so deeply. Now, he eventually got expelled for something else, something I wasn't there to save him from, but the point of the tale is that being yourself can sometimes make people hate you. And yet, being cool, being mindful and balanced 
grateful and growing, being happy, which can also be you if you internalize it and tap into it, can sometimes make them love you. Ha ha, yowza.